This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. One man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is... It's Dominic I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning on this election day. We hit the ground running election analysis in just a second with consultant Hank Sheinkoff. But also the Department of Defense has issued a nationwide advisory for today centered around threats from a pro-Palestinian day of action. And later, former New York City Buildings Commissioner Eric Allridge, we all know, has been indicted. Now the FBI is informing people he talked to on the telephone that they to have been recorded. Curtis Lewa will join me in just a few minutes. But first, Hank Sheinkoff, and we say good morning to you, sir. Good morning, Dominic. How are you? I hope all is very well. Everything is wonderful, and we can think of no one more qualified to talk to you than you to talk about the election results. So all 51 members of the city council on the ballot, only a handful of races, were truly competitive. Uh, and those races include two contests in Brooklyn, one in the Bronx, where there's a big upset, and another in Queens, right? And I think yep. we can agree that the election will largely decide whether Republicans can maintain the streak of gains of wins that they have made the past few elections in an otherwise blue New York. So in the Bronx, Republican candidate Christy Mamorado uh, has declared victory and a stunning upset in the Bronx Council race in which uh, her victory uh, breaks a Republican curse, if you will, Hank Sheinkoff, that swept the Bronx for nearly 20 years. What do you say? The curse in the Bronx is over. There are just people who have had enough of Democrats. You know, they don't like uh, crime. They don't like bail reform. They think that things are out of control and they're exercising their franchise. You know, people forget, you mentioned the 20-year curse. We had the state senator in the Bronx who was, uh, who was a Republican. We had council members in the Bronx who were Republicans. We had assemblymen who were Republicans. Ditto in Brooklyn, ditto in Queens, and it wasn't that long ago. You know, so this, this going backwards, people, some people think are going back, coming to some kind of status, or at least a populist revolt is what we're experiencing. Fair enough. Your analysis of the local races, anything stand out to you? No, I'd like to look at the um, at the uh, population that voted in the Brandon race, because if anything we learned from that is probably that the Palestinian American population may have turned out with greater intensity for him, uh, which tells you that there's a new emerging group. And New York City is about emerging groups and competition for resources. That's why people vote generally. Um, and if that's the case, then Brandon did well with that particular group of people, Palestinian Americans. It tells you that a new group has come into uh, 
into its own its own way, and they're going to start exercising their power, which is what happens in New York City. That's it, interesting. It looks like Palladino won uh, hands down. Vicky Palladino, did that surprise you over Tony Avella? No surprise. Eastern Queens, and that's that that uh, you know, if you look at the votes again. What is happening in New York City suburbs is happening in eastern Queens, where people think they're in the suburbs, that there's a general sense that Manhattan and the Bronx and Brooklyn are seeping into the rest of the uh, into their into their almost suburban lifestyle. And they don't want that to happen. They don't want the migrants. They don't want bail reform. They don't want all the things that Democrats are believed to be standing for. And they're they're telling people, by the way, take a walk. And my hunch is in Long Island. I haven't looked at all the results, but in Nassau and Suffolk County. But the red wave that began in, in 2022 and actually 2021 um, is taking out more, more, more steam and more Republicans won more races at the most local level. Why? People in the suburbs and pe- places where they think they're in the suburbs are afraid of losing the quality of life that they have. Hank Scheinkoff, let me uh, divert for a second uh, to a story that has uh, broken just recently uh, away from the election. The House has censured Congresswoman uh, Rashida Tlaib over her defense of Hamas calls to destroy Israel. Your take on this. Is it her defense of Hamas or is it the anti-Semitic, anti-Jewish comments that she's made from the day she was elected? Different question. One is, one is entitled to voice a particular view. One is not entitled to lie, which she's done, and to, and to defame a whole group of people. You know, I don't care whether you're Muslim or not. You just don't do that. And that's what she's done. And she got what she deserved. Fair enough. I couldn't agree more. So let me let me broaden the uh, the conversation here. Ohio became the latest state to establish a right to abortion in its constitution. Uh, in Kentucky, uh, Governor, the Democrat Andy Bashir fended off Daniel Cameron, the Republican in deep red uh, Kentucky. What do each of those issues say to you, Hank Scheinkoff? Well, it tells you exactly in kind of Ohio, not that it's like Kansas, but the Kansans told the government in Washington, get out of our business in the courts. We want to be able to decide whether we want to have abortions and whether we don't. That's their business. Ohioans said the same thing, which is interesting because you have a deeply religious streak that runs through that state, particularly in southern Ohio, um, much more conservative. But Ohioans said, take a walk. We're going to determine our own future. We don't need you to tell us what to do, much like in New York, where we have abortion rights protected. Abortion uh, was the issue and moderate point on abortion was the issue that Governor Youngkin in, uh, in Virginia talked about a lot with hopes that he would uh, his, his party would take the take both houses of the legislature which would then make him a great candidate for president should Donald Trump falter. And it appears that he did, they did not take the Senate, the Republicans did not, and that the, they were locked in a very tight race for the lower house, the House of Delegates, which also tells you that uh, people really want to be left alone in most cases. They really do. They don't want a government telling them what to do more than is necessary. We are chatting with political consultant Hank Scheinkoff. So the impact of two issues Crime on on election day, uh, locally and nationally, and the migrant issue. Did they play out, in your opinion, Hank? Uh, they played out in New York City, unquestionably so. You know, that upset in the Bronx, uh, the, 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 the Republican uh, Palladino holding on, um, that's pretty significant. You know, pretty significant. And um, should be paid very, very much close attention to. If people were not upset, this none of this would be happening. What is more shocking to me, quite frankly, is the lack of voter participation turnout 
and the cost of the electorate of the notorious eight to one match matching funds that we have in New York City, which has effectively created a whole class of political professionals um, who shouldn't be political professionals in many cases, and a class of candidates who really don't want to be candidates. And this is only the reapportionment election. You know, we have three in a row, 21, 23, 25, because of reapportionment in the city council. Um, it ain't good for democracy. The lack of turnouts and lack of participation in the cost are just not good for New York. In, in my opinion, and you may differ here, it was a bad night, a referendum on Biden. Do you agree or disagree with that? I agree entirely. Joe Biden is in uh, the polling data is pretty clear. Uh, he's not in the best of shape. Sadly, he's a very decent man who has um, steered the country through a very difficult period of time. He's restored the confidence in NATO um, and taken overseas commitments that we have to take. I mean, we really are at war, um, almost at a hot war in some places with Iran, Russia and China, that combine, not insignificant, but it doesn't matter. People just don't feel that he's he should be there. They don't feel we ought to run for election in many cases. And uh, they also don't uh, they don't feel good about the economy. They don't feel good about the chaos they see. And they're blaming Joe Biden. Is it a good day for him? Anytime the president's party does not do well. And uh, the incumbent president, it's a bad day. Fair enough. So I was talking to a political consultant a few months ago, and this guy was bold. He went out on a limb and he said, if the election were held today, Trump would win. And do you know who that guy was? Me. It was you. Several months ago, you predicted what the polling is showing now. How did you figure that out? Yeah, look, it's, you got to understand blue collar, whether they be black or, or, or white, blue collar workers and families that, you know, that, that you know, need and that they're going through tougher times. We don't really pay attention. We don't get out of ourselves. What I see is a country that is going through an extraordinary shift, both uh, in its power overseas and the sense of its own its own ability to, to govern the world. The Pax Americana that has been in existence since the end of the Second World War, largely largely created and the power that we have by, by the boys that are left that are lying, mostly boys who are lying in the, those military cemeteries, particularly at, Nor- at Normandy, you know, they did something extraordinary. It's gone on for 80 years. People are now beginning to understand that that may be at risk. Okay. And Trump is seen for whatever reason, whether rightly or wrongly as a much stronger figure to defend that. Now that may not be accurate, but people are looking at Biden and they balance him against Trump. They don't like the present set of circumstances you know, but I'm also the idiot that predicted in January of 16 that Trump would be the Republican nominee and in May that he would be the president. And people looked at me like I was out of my mind. <laughs> we are chatting with uh, Hank Scheinkoff on this election night as the returns are still coming in in some places. So, Mayor Adams, let me a few other questions I have for you, Hank Scheinkoff. Mayor Adams is apparently skipping. Uh, this has just been announced, at least a published report. The annual political powwow in Puerto Rico this week, following the FBI raid at the home of his top campaign aide. Is Mayor Adams in trouble? No, he made a wise decision. Um, I don't. I have to say, I don't go to these large gatherings because I'm convinced that the FBI is listening to everybody. And who knows what, what stupid person is going to say what and what phone and then text it and email it and, and do something with it. And it'll be all misinterpreted. So it's always best, in my view, in politics to stay away from these large gatherings if you can. But Adam's not going there. It's a smart move. Why should he be set upon by the media? Why should he be set upon by the entire political community of New York City? 
and have to deal with it. Stay home, have a good time, take a rest, and hopefully figure out who your criminal counsel is going to be, whether you are in trouble or not. You need a serious attorney who is, uh, we have the best criminal defense attorneys in, in the country probably here because we have the Southern District. Find one, get them hired, because the corporation counsel is the, corporate, is, the, is the lawyer for the office of the mayor, the mayoralty, not for Madam's personal issues. Right? So Get somebody great. So, so Hank Scheinkoff, let me, uh, I, I know you represent the union uh, that represents school safety officers, and apparently sure. the city of New York canceled the latest uh, class for school safety officers. Now, to me, that that's a, uh, it's not a smart move when you look at the crime that is occurring in schools these days. Is that accurate, and what do you make of it, that they canceled the incoming class? They, the city, the city, the incoming class, seventeen-week training period was canceled. Uh, the fact is, we've had significant incidents, shootings, stabbings, um, assaults, violence in and around schools. We used to have uh, uh, a safe, safe quarters where school safety agents would accompany students out through the door. We don't have them anymore because we don't have enough school safety agents. Uh, it's a, it, it is not good. Um, there are those in government like Jamani Williams who somehow. Uh, thinks that school safety agents are criminals because he said that when in fact they're primarily African-American and uh, Latino women who are working to support families and doing a very good job of what they do. We just don't have enough of them. One can only anticipate that these incidents will continue to increase. I mean, over, I guess, close to 6,500 weapons were seized in New York City schools alone last year. Um, this can only increase, you know, but it, it really should Dominic. And, and that's part of what the mayor is facing and why it's going to be difficult for him. He's facing significant budget problems going into fiscal 25, which starts on July 1st next year. Um, they may not be resolvable in normal fashion. There may be a choice that voters are going to have to live with that the mayor is going to choose between public safety and other services. Now, the city council won't like that, but the responsible thing is to let the mayor do his job and make the right decision, which is we've got to protect the streets and we've got to make sure that people can go to school, leave school and not get stabbed and shot. We need people to do that. That's a budget issue, and we need more school safety agents. Political consultant Hank Scheinkoff, uh, in the time that I have left, let's go full circle. The theme of tonight, this morning, with the election, nationally and locally. Democrats um, did well in places it was expected. Republicans didn't do well as well as they thought they might. But Republicans did well in places that have a very you have to watch them very carefully. They did better in Virginia than Democrats would have liked. They didn't do so well in New Jersey, which we can expect. And they picked up, uh, they held on to uh, Republican seats. They held on a Republican seat in the council, picked up another one, which tells you that people in more suburban portions of New York City, more suburban feeling portions of New York City, are very concerned about the problems that are in Manhattan, Brooklyn, and Queens, which, excuse me, Manhattan, Brooklyn, and the Bronx, which are about immigrants and some migrants and something else, are just not things they want. And they're going to vote against them. And they're likely to tell Democrats and the assembly and other places next year to pay attention. Hank Scheinkoff, thank you for joining us on this election night. We appreciate you, man. Look forward to chatting with you in the future. Dominic, I'm very grateful to you. All the best. Thank you. And it is now time for a break. The Department of Defense has issued a nationwide advisory for today centered around threats from a pro-Palestinian day of action. But up next, 
former New York City Department of Buildings Commissioner Eric Ulrich. We know he's been indicted. Now the FBI is informing people he talked to on the telephone that they, too, were recorded. Curtis Lewa will join me next, and a bit later, your telephone calls. Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. Dominic Carter here with you, former New York City Department of Buildings Commissioner Eric Ulrich was charged with exchanging access and official favors for $150,000 in cash and gifts. And now the plot thickens with me, the host of the Rip and Read, Curtis Slewa, during the noon hours. Curtis, what's the latest that's going on with this? Well, you know, I'm always ahead of the curve, Dominic, and I wanted you to be the first to know this is breaking news. The Federal Bureau of Investigation, the FBI, has notified people close to Eric Ulrich by letter that they have been listening to their conversations with Eric Ulrich and that it is a vast group that they have listened to. It does not necessarily mean that they themselves are a target, but they have informed a wide variety of people that they have been listening to their conversations with Eric Ulrich. Wow, that sounds like it has the potential for bad news. I know if I were one of those uh, individuals, I wouldn't be comfortable this morning. That's for sure, but think back. What we know now, when Eric Adams, the mayor, was going to a a meeting with construction people in the Bronx. Eric Ulrich was there, his buildings commissioner. He said to him before they went into the meeting, watch your back and watch your phones. Two months later, Eric Ulrich was picked up outside of his Rockaway apartment, taken to uh, Alvin Bragg's office in Manhattan, sweated down, and then the next day he resigned. He's been charged with upwards of 16 counts of political corruption. And it may well be that the FBI and the U.S. Attorney's Office have decided to uh, talk to Eric. And, well, let's just say Eric Ulrich may well be cooperating very intensely, Dominic, as I always said he would. Curtis Lee, and we appreciate you staying up uh, to, to brief us on this situation. This appears to be the situation. Mayor Adams, as you know, he attends the uh, the event in Puerto Rico every year. It's a meet and greet. Uh, and uh, every 
major politician in New York goes to it. And now it appears there are public reports that Mayor Adams is skipping it this week. What does that say to you, Curtis Sliwa? Well, he's in his bunker. As you know, he won't answer reporters' questions, not even off the record. Uh, There's been no communication with him. He's been out of sight, out of mind. But to skip uh, that conference that takes place every year, and I I believe, Dominic, you've attended that, where all the heavy hitters from the Democratic Party go, indicates that he, he won't leave New York City. He knows that the FBI will probably do something else now because the whole idea of uh, busting his fundraiser in Crown Heights, they didn't do it until the wheels were up and he was on his way to Washington, D.C. So he's hunkered down. I know that when he came back, Dominic, and I've said this on the air, that he, he began shredding documents the same way that Lieutenant Colonel Ali North did with Fawn Hall in the middle of Iran-Contra about 1987. and. If you tried to call Eric Adams now, you probably wouldn't get him on his old phone, Dominic. If you're really close, he might have given you his number on his burner phones. He knows the walls are closing in. Wow. So, Curtis Lee, well, let's go full circle before I let you get some rest before you're in with Sid in a few hours in, in the morning. One more time, the feds, we, we know that the uh, former buildings commissioner, Eric Ulrich, under Adams, uh, has been indicted. And you're telling us that you have information that the feds have been recording his telephone calls and a number of people have been picked up on those calls, and the FBI is informing all of those individuals that they have been picked up on a wire. That is correct. By letter, the FBI has let them know that they've been listening to conversations that they've had with Eric Ulrich. Does not mean that they are a target, but let's just say you're going to lawyer up, Dominic, and you're going to find out what does the FBI want? Why are they sending me this letter? You know they're building the case. And that's why Eric Adams is out of sight, out of mind. Now, I have warned Sid Rosenberg not to talk to Eric Ulrich for months. I told him and our audience and uh, City Councilman Joe Borelli, who didn't take my advice, this guy is wired up like a Christmas tree. Do not go anywhere near him or have a conversation with him. And they laughed at me. Well, guess what? He who laughs first is going to be crying in their milk if they got that if they got that letter from the FBI. Well, Curtis Lee, thank you so much for joining us. We will continue to follow this story. Wow, some interesting breaking news. Uh, corruption circles uh, uh, closing in, apparently, in New York City. Curtis Lee, the host of the Rip and Read here on WABC. Thank you so much, Curtis, for appearing. We are now going to take a break on this election night. We spoke to Hank Sheinkoff. We just spoke to Curtis Lee. When we come back, the latest on Israel and your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. They say this is a big, rich town. I just come from the poorest part. Bright light, city life, I gotta make it. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Breaking news, WABC. 
And we are continuing to follow the election returns as they come in. We're live, we're local, we're on it here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic Carter here with you. An earthquake, if you will, in the Bronx when it comes to uh, politics. GOP candidate Christy Mamorato uh, declares victory and a stunning upset. The Bronx the city council and a Republican is headed to city hall. It is a stinging upset for Democrats. The Republican challenger has declared victory in the race to represent the 13th city council district, which covers several neighborhoods in the Eastern part of the Bronx. And her victory breaks a Republican curse that swept the Bronx for nearly 20 years. Now that is over. Some other major local uh, returns and results that we are following. City Councilman Justin Brennan defeated fellow incumbent Councilman Ari Kagan for Brooklyn's 47th district, giving Democrats a new seat in the uh, legislative chamber after a highly contentious race that was marred by mudslinging between the two candidates. And as I said, as it relates to Long Island, big, big news for Long Island returning to its roots. Republicans have painted Long Island completely red GOP with the party's candidate, Ed Romaine, winning a landslide victory against the uh, Democrat there, David Colon, uh, to become Suffolk County's executive. The GOP, and this is important, now occupies all the countywide seats in Nassau and Suffolk counties. That includes the county executive seats, the district attorney seats, the comptroller offices, as well as all four congressional seats. And so this should be a clear message to Democrats that people care about law and order. And so Romaine sealed uh, sale that is to victory with 56% of the vote. And uh, as I said earlier, and of course you'll, you'll be able to hear Senator Al D'Amato on the uh, 5 to 6 p.m. show during the week with our owner-operator John Katsimatidis and Rita Cosby, Senator D'Amato declaring this is a political earthquake. And so we're going to open up the phone lines, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. And uh, you can also reach me on Twitter at Dominic TV. But a... Uh, a quick update, uh, if you will, as it relates to Israel, as it relates to Israel. It is now a month ago that the people, the great people of Israel came under attack from those monsters in Hamas. It was a month ago and uh, the one of the reporters there covering this war is Trey Yanks of the Fox News Channel. It's been one month since Hamas militants crossed into southern Israel, slaughtering and kidnapping civilians. One month since Yegev's mother has seen her 34-year-old son. One month 
of agony. It's very hard. The pain is excruciating, Esther explains. I feel a hole in my heart. Her daughter-in-law, Ramon, was seen in a hostage video released by Hamas last week, the first proof her family has that she's still alive. On one hand, we're very happy to see her alive, Esther says. On the other hand, we haven't seen or heard from our son. We talk often about the rockets and the bombs, but this is a story about the people both here in southern Israel and inside Gaza. And that's reporter Trey Yankst of the uh, Fox News Channel. Now, let's let's bring this issue back home. And of course, we're following the election. But this quick update on the situation uh, in Israel and as it relates to here. You may recall that New York City public defender that was caught tearing down Israel uh, Hamas hostage uh, posters. Well, she has resigned. She has resigned her job. And now these days, and rightfully so, more and more people are being caught ripping down posters. Right. So this latest situation happened near New York City's Hunter College. A teen activist and a Hunter College student were caught on camera tearing down posters of hostages kidnapped by Hamas. And this is a very disturbing trend that's being seen across the Big Apple. It's not fair to the people of Israel. And so people are now confronting those tearing down the signs. I want you to listen to this, the two activists, as they were caught tearing down the signs near Hunter College. What is your name? Are you from Hunter? Are you from Hunter? No, 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 no. Okay, you'll be all over the news. You'll be all over the news. What is your name? Don't worry about it. You're so proud of it. What is your name? What is your name? Show your face. Show your face. Show your face. Don't worry about it. You're going to be. I'm not touching you. Harassing us. Okay. No, no, no. You'll be all over the news. You're going to be all over. You're proud of it. You're proud of it. Yes. Yes. I'm not touching you. You touched me. Yeah. You're so proud of it. Show your face. Show your you face. are not allowed to post. Yes, I do. I do. There are American citizens. You can are American citizens. You can have a all. I will. I will. I will. Yes. Yes. I'm going to. I. I. And you. You know what? And you will be all over. All over the media. And that was an accurate prediction. The woman that made the video, because their faces are plastered on the New York Post website as we speak, and rightfully so. Good for you. You want to disrespect people will deal with the outcome of it. So it is election night. The uh, All the polls across the country are closed. Dominic Carter here with you. Frank Morano is going to bring you the very latest information uh, as it relates to the election returns coming up at uh, 1 a.m., the other side of midnight, we are now going to take some of your telephone calls coming up in about five minutes, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. Let's start with Frank in Maine. Good morning, Frank. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, good morning. Always a pleasure. Uh, Dominic, I'm I'm sick and tired of of politicians running against themselves up here in my state there was politicians running for local local offices local municipal offices and they had no opposition whatsoever um and 
people were writing in candidates, but you can't stop the fact that people are going to vote for these certain people and they're going to win. And, um, you know, when you run against yourself, you're going to win. Um, there should be a law against it. It's, it's not right. I feel like I'm in a third world country. I feel like I'm in China where this man gets 99% of the vote and nobody else opposes them. Um, I, I feel that it's a travesty of justice and it should be changed. Dominic, have a great night. Well, thank you, Frank. There is always another option, and that option is that, and this is for all of us, if you're not happy with the process, why not get involved? Why not decide to run yourself? People do it all the time, first-time candidates. I actually think it's it's not a uh, it's not a bad idea. Alan Yonkers, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Oh, good morning to you, Dominic. You know, Dominic, I'm not surprised with the red wave in Long Island. Uh, Long Island, I, I don't know much about Suffolk County, but I know Nassau County is so affluent. Uh, they have really great schools. They pay uh, unbelievable amount of taxes. And uh, the people out there, they're going to they're gonna do anything they can, like your, the political strategist who was on with you, Hank Sheincroft. Yes, Sheincroft. Uh, yes, who mentioned uh, he's going to, you know, they're not going to want their way of life disturbed. So if the Republicans are going to hold the line for them, that's who they'll vote for. Okay, but wait a minute now. Wait, wait a minute, Al. In Long Island, believe it or not, is starting to look like a, a bellwether in terms of an indicator of the way things are going nationally. And here's, yeah. here, here, here's why I say this, right? That's so, so true. Democrats have won uh, in Nassau County and Suffolk County, but now now that's over, yeah. at least for now, ba- based on tonight's uh, results and in yeah. terms of the county executive seat in uh, Suffolk, in terms of uh, the legislature and so on. And, I, I mean, I, I just, I yeah. honestly think, Al, that it's a, it's a good message to send to Democrats because people are tired. They we're, are. We're, we're tired of the nonsense. I, I, thank you, I thank you for the call, Al, and have a wonderful morning. Let's go to our friend Gracie in Rockland County. Good morning, Gracie. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. How are you? Listen, uh, I feel uh, your guest, Hank, he lost his credibility with me when he said that Biden is decent. I'm sorry. You could be a Democrat, but let's not stretch a point. He's not decent. He's a crook. But, but, Gracie, but, Gracie, but Gracie, you do understand that half the country believes that Mr. Biden is a good man, right? I know, but uh, uh, those are the dummies. But Hank knows what's going on. I know, believe me, I'm here in California. I'm pulling my hair out. I'm keeping my mouth quiet. The gas is like almost $6 a gallon. The food is so much money. Everything is a mess. We're not safe. We're, we're, we're uh, money with uh, the Ukraine. If he would have done, first of all, if Trump was there, we wouldn't have been involved. But you got us involved by them. Send the right equipment and let's not bleed it. You know, just spending money, money, money. And what's going on is, is in Israel is a damn disgrace. And I got to tell you, I'm really a little annoyed with my Jewish friends. Okay? Because don't they care about Israel? I, 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 I hear you, Gracie, but I, I strongly believe that every person, every individual is entitled to reach their own conclusion. I mean, we may not, we may, I thank you for the call, Gracie. We may not agree with it. We may not like it, but we're all entitled to make individual decisions. 
Alex in Brooklyn. Good morning, Alex. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, hey, Dominic. I'm wondering if you noticed that in, in this election now, uh, did we see any pattern where, you know, Democrats that were all for having immigrants here in the city of New York, that they were affected by having that because we, so many people are upset about the migrants that came to New York City, that they play, did that play any role in this election? It's a great question, Alex. Thank you for the call. I haven't had a chance to lock in on the results as of yet, but I put that question to Hank Sheinkoff, and he does this uh, quite well. He's the one that predicted, I'd say about a year ago, close to a year, that Trump was going to win the election. And uh, his result turned out to be correct. And according to what Hank said in the interview that we just did a short time ago, that the issues that were on the ballot, if you will, even though they're technically not, happened to be the migrant issue and the issue of crime. It is now time for the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. And again, folks, before we go back to your calls, the big stories uh, happen to be, locally at least, a, a decent night, a good night for the Republican Party in New York. Uh, in the Bronx, Christy uh, Marmorado uh, has declared victory. She has won in the 13th City Council District, which uh, apparently breaks a Republican curse that swept the Bronx for nearly 20 years. So a Republican is headed to the city council from the Bronx. That is remarkable. And uh, also Long Island, as I've been saying, returning to its roots, Republican uh, uh, gone completely red tonight uh, as the, uh, in the race for County executive, the new County executive is going to be Ed Romaine and uh, the GOP in Long Island, Nassau, and Suffolk have all the countywide seats, a county executive, comptroller, district attorney, as well as the four congressional seats. And so um, a big night, at least in some of these races, in terms of it looks like history has been made for for the GOP. And again, even if you don't look at it that way, the trend if you will, of Republicans doing well in New York state as of lately seems to have continued on this election night. We are taking your telephone calls up until the top of the hour. Monroe in Manhattan. Good morning. You're on talk radio 77 WABC. Good good morning, Mr. Carter. Listen, you know, Eddie Adams has two, three luxury apartments in Santiago, Dominican Republic. He has a mistress. Okay, whoa, mistress, whoa, 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 whoa. You said, you said Mayor Adams has three luxury apartments. Where are you getting that from? Uh, through you two. If you want, I give you the phone. Okay, okay. I, 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 I don't, I don't look, I don't look at YouTube for my for my yeah. news information, oh, right. and I right. and I don't right. recommend I don't recommend that you do the same as well because anybody right. can post right. anything they want to on YouTube. You do understand oh, that, right? Oh, yeah, I understand that. But the guy, the the person who introduced Eddie Adam and the society in Santiago, Dominican Republic, was Guillermo Espaillat. 
You see, he has a love child with a woman. Okay, that, 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 that's enough. That, that, that's enough. Come on now. Come on. You, you got to have. Why do people call up and just feel that? And this is like the third or fourth. I saw this on YouTube, Dominic. So it's true. Matt Blaze, they say it's true. I saw it on YouTube. Dominic, I heard you got luxury condo in Dominican Republic, too. I saw it on YouTube. And now, it's on the internet, Dominic. It's got to be and, real. And now, I believe that he may be confusing. I don't know. Congressman Rangel does have a, a, a condo in the Dominican Republic. It's been, it's, he's talked about it himself. I don't know anything about Mayor Adams uh, having uh, that type of information. But when you're going to call up a show with a journalist, it's generally a good thing. Matt Blaze, to make sure that you've dotted the I's and crossed the T's. Yeah, don't call up here and say, I saw it on YouTube. Right. It must be true. Because I'm going to shut you down right away. Thank you, Matt Blaze. Let's go back to the telephone calls. Mike in North Carolina. Good morning, Mike. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. I'm laughing my butt off. And a shout out to Hey, wait, Mike, you're in North Carolina or South Carolina? South Carolina. That's right. right. Okay, it says North. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's okay. That's okay. And you know what? Yeah, shout out to Matt and that guy. Where's he going? I I watch Eric Clapton on YouTube, but I love Child. What? But anyway. (laughs) Right, right. I mean, and and people, and they call call up, and they believe that that it's breaking news, that they're telling me something that is a revelation. Anybody can go to YouTube and post a video. I mean, anyway, go ahead, Mike. No, that's all right. Um, And you know what? Uh, Isn't it enlightening that the uh, building uh, 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 department uh, for New York City, he's being indicted and Curtis is aces, you know, uh, illegal aliens and the whole thing. But you know what? And Mayor uh, Adams, you're a one-term mayor, and you've been hiding in the shadows. And, you know, uh, with all the maneuvering with your fundraisers and where you're hiding, show me the money. You know what? You know what? And, and I'll tell you, Dominic, I'll leave you with this. Um, now we have an outrage day, I heard, uh, in our good country, once good country, about, you know, praise Hamas in Palestine and, you know, uh, uh, demonstrations against Israel and this and that. I grew up in Nassau County, Dom, South Shore, and you're exactly right. Uh, it was entrenched with Republicans. And now this could be a reflection of what uh, changes will happen, will occur across the country. And you know what, Dominic? You always give everybody a fair shake. Always give everybody a fair shake. And that's why when I'm awake, I tune you in and I'll call uh, occasionally. But uh, still aces in my book. What can I say, Dominic? What can I say? Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate your telephone call. Let's go from South Carolina to Queens. Let's say good morning to Marianne. Good morning, Marianne. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Dominic, I'm so happy. <clears throat> Let me tell you, I took today about 43 to 48 people in my, um, my, my previous um, neighborhood. We have, listen, we have Muslims. We have Italians, Puerto Ricans, Black Americans, and guess what? I was, I, I provided transportation for most of them, believe me. And guess what? I took the ballot and I told them, you see this? Two parties, because there was nothing for 
independents or libertarians. No other party, just uh, Democrats and Republicans. And I told them, listen, this is a race, not because of two parties, Democrats versus Republicans. This is your children or the Democrat Party. You want the Democrat Party? Go ahead. But you cannot vote for both. And, you know, they are very, very, very angry for what's going on in the schools. So I, I, saw, I saw him on the ballot, and guess what? I did not want to call until I hear the Amorato one, the Republican. So, so you're, you're in a good mood this morning. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Because uh, for more than 25 or more years, it was only blue, a blue, blue district. But people are real angry. And you know what? Let me tell you what I learned today. There was no more Republicans in that district running. And the, the, the Democrat has around $100,000 um, above the other, the other person. If we have more Republicans, I believe that the, all of them will have won the elections. But the Democrats took the others. There was no more Republicans. So we had to fix that. Well, you know, at least certainly uh, locally, uh, the races I've uh, informed you folks of, it's been a, uh, thank you for the call, Marianne. It's been a good night for the Republican Party. And I I do believe strongly it's a bellwether for the national election. And that's why we're starting to see polls after polls after polls indicating that Trump is by by far, and many of them, uh, the front runner, and I didn't say the leading GOP candidate. I said the front runner, and by all indications, as of uh, right now, it appears that Mr. Trump is headed back to the White House. If you're going to look at the results of some of these races that have occurred uh, in just the last couple of hours. Dominic Carter here with you folks up until the top of the hour. Frank Marano standing by with the other side of midnight. Let's go to Bayonne. Let's say good morning to Sal. Sal, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hello, Dominic. Liberals have no no concept of right and wrong. Look at what Barack Obama just said. He just said, "Oh, Hamas is just as uh, the Israelis are just as bad as as Hamas. They they're just as bad. That they're on the same level. That they're they're both on the same moral level. They have no right or wrong. There's no no sense of of good and evil. They they're just morally bankrupt. And the American people they got to realize that they got to vote them out of office." Well, I hear you. That's not exactly what Obama said, but well, he but, said something to that effect. What 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 he what he said was the political answer. He basically said that nobody's hands are completely clean. Right, and, right, and exactly. He, he said each side, but but a strong message going out to Democrats. And if I'm Biden, if I'm Biden, uh, I'm starting to starting to consider what is my uh, my exit route uh, as of uh, this morning. Sal, thank you for the call. Uh, not 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 a wonderful night for Democrats. They they've done okay, uh, but you know. But again, locally, Republicans continue to make inroads in New York State. William in Manhattan. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Hey, Dominique Carter, you're the greatest of all time. You know, I, I just wanted to say everything you say is 
before written ahead of time. I just wanted to say I, I, I miss y'all. I'm getting ready to do this stuff again. And then I'll have the comedy show tickets for you. I'm in Manhattan. I love y'all. You the greatest. You have the greatest show of all time in the world, man. Well, thank you. Thank you, William, for the for that love. It's very nice of you to say that. And I, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. I don't take your support lightly. I really don't. I really don't. And before I say something, folks, I don't just talk for the sake of talking. I tried my hardest to make sure substance and facts are behind every comment that I make. Steven, New York City, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thank you, Dominic, for taking my call. Now, I want to set up an image uh, after viewing the uh, crowds of uh, protesters over the last week, week and a half, and knowing what uh, has occurred uh, to Jewish people, and I'm Jewish, Jewish people, the 1,400 that was slaughtered, are we now to expect that a, a gang of perhaps, who knows, 10 people who have come over the border uh, unnoticed um, during the last year, year and a half, of the millions that have been let in, are we now to expect that a bare percentage, a micro percentage of these people who have snuck into this country illegally will now slaughter some, who knows, 100, 200 people in a town? Will they go through a town in America? Is that is that happening next? Is this worthy to, ex- to explore? What do you think? Well, I, I want Stephen to believe that something like that would never happen. But unfortunately, but unfortunately they say never say never. I I can only hope that law enforcement and and law enforcement can't be everywhere. And the border is a serious, serious problem, serious problem. And God only knows who and what is in the country right now. All I can say definitively, and I do have to wrap this up, Stephen, thank you. All I can say definitively is that it it seems like a change is a coming, folks, Uh, with the election. Now, what, a little, a little less, two days less than uh, a day, uh, less than a year from now. And by all accounts, it appears that Trump is headed back to the White House and I don't think any of this nonsense will be tolerated. Joining me right now, and folks, you want to keep it with us all night long. Frank Marano will have the very latest election results, and he'll have all of his great topics. Frank is with me right now. Good morning to you, sir. Hello, Dominic. Yeah, we're going to have a, a ton of election results and analysis, not only locally, but around the country, including what this may, may portend for the elections next year. And uh, in the 2 o'clock hour, back by popular demand. I'm going to be joined by journalist Jack Cashel. We had a really interesting discussion a couple of weeks ago about white flight, and he is engaging in what I think he would admit is revisionist history, that the conventional wisdom about why all these white people left cities is not actually accurate. So we're going to get into that, and we're going to invite people to call in if they have questions about that. So another great show is coming up. And I hope so. Frank Morano on the other side of midnight on this election night returns, which is now uh, past us. Uh, you will get the very latest information from Frank. You want to keep it right here. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. 
In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.